Hey folks, Jared McMurray here. We got Smack Talk with Mac. Jared Sports Beat is back. I'm by myself this week, but we got plenty of sports to talk with you. Injuries in the NFL, a little Garden Web football as they will be off this week, and a little touch on baseball. The season's winding down. Four more days in the regular season of Major League Baseball. Let's get right to it. I want to talk some NFL injuries. We're three weeks into the season. A lot of divisions have some have some mishap happening. And, you know, things are changing. You know, some teams that maybe we thought, especially going into the season, were going to be division champs. They're not even on the path to make the playoffs, even be in the wild card race. Um, the Eagles are one of those teams, one and two. Um, let's go back and look at the 0-2 teams that were going in last week that we talked about. The Eagles, the Colts, the Seahawks, all three teams that were supposed to probably win their division were all 0-2. They all did get in the win column a week ago as the Colts knocked off Tennessee. They trailed by 13 in the fourth quarter, miraculously came back. Here's our first injury. Andrew Luck reportedly has a banged-up shoulder, uh, not looking good for the Colts, didn't really practice yesterday, was very limited, didn't take any first-rep snaps. Matt Hasselback took them all. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. They, they're they pretty optimistic about Luck playing Sunday, but if he doesn't play, can Hasselback guide the, the Colts against the Jaguars at home? Get enough out of him. Get enough out of Frank Gore to get them a victory. We'll see. It's a must-win for the Colts again to get to 2-2. Two and two. And the Seahawks, I think they're back. Cam Chancellor's back on the field. They dominated Chicago. Chicago is the worst team in the NFL, hands down. I don't think there's any question there. So we'll see. We'll see about Seattle. St. Louis lost again. They're 1-2. Arizona keeps rolling there, 3-0. That's going to be two heck of a matchups when Seattle and Arizona battle each other this season. Now Philadelphia, they got in the win column over the Jets, who were 2-0. Uh, Jets were looking for their third victory. Didn't quite get it. They stumbled early. But Philadelphia, their defense is good. That's not the question. Their offense was still absent. 24 points. Still, one of their touchdowns came on a punt return. The other a big play. Their offense is still pretty absent. They don't have any injuries to worry about except for DeMarco Murray is banged up. But what has he done so far in the season? Anyways, but let's talk seriously about some of the quarterback injuries. Drew Brees. You know, they were at least a, a playoff hopeful as the season started. Uh, the Saints were. They're 0-3, and there's th- two 3-0 teams in their division one, very surprised. I'm not that surprised, but some people are with Atlanta. Carolina's had an easy schedule. Carolina's the, probably the clear-cut favorite to win that division anyways. Cam Newton's playing really well, especially without their, his top receiver in Kelvin Benjamin. And really, Luke McCown came in for Breeze and looked good, but you got to think with Drew Breeze out, their season is over even when he comes back. Big question is, is it time for the Saints to move on from Drew Breeze? And is it time for Drew Breeze to just hang it up? You know, he's the same age as Tom Brady, two years younger than Peyton Manning. Sometimes good quarterbacks just don't last as long as the others. There's great quarterbacks that didn't play as long as Brett Favre. I mean, it's just the, that's just the fact of the matter. The biggest injury, I think, we'll get to Ben Roethlisberger in a minute because that's a big injury. Expect, we're going to see tonight how well Michael Vick can do. The biggest injury to me is Tony Romo. Week one, Des Bryant's hurt. No thing. They got Tony Romo. 
Cole Beasley, Terrence Williams can lead the way. They have a triple-head monster running game with McFadden, Dunbar, and um, Joseph Randall. Doesn't matter. Uh, Dallas got the loss. You know, they led. They led early. Ran the ball really well in the first half. Here comes the Falcons. Uh, storming back to take that take that win away from the Cowboys. And they're 2-1. And, and all of a sudden, you're talking about changing up the landscape of divisions. The New York Giants, who didn't get their first win until last week, are they the clear-cut favorite? They should be 3-0. and They're 1-2, and but they're, they're playing really well football. And I think Eli Manning has got them on the right track. They have Odell Beckham Jr., they're going to f- figure out their running game because they have plenty of options. And Victor Cruz is coming back, and they're getting good play getting good play out of their tight ends. Let's talk about Ben Roethlisberger real quick. Ben Roethlisberger, he's been beat up his whole career, and he's stuck through it. He has a knee injury. It's pretty undisclosed what it is. They're saying MCL still could be out for the whole season, though. They haven't really, haven't really told us four to six weeks. Steelers are more optimistic of four weeks. Big game coming up tonight against Baltimore, who's 0-3, looking for their first win. It's in Pittsburgh. Can Michael Vick be the backup quarterback that Steelers were hoping he could be when they brought him in earlier this year? And can he take them and get another win and improve to 3-1? and Because, folks, Baltimore may be 0-3, but Cincinnati's 3-0, and and they look really, really good. Maybe the most complete team in the NFL. Let's move on from the NFL. Let's talk a little bit of college football. We're going to talk mostly about Gardner-Webb here just briefly. I will touch on college football. We'll skip college football. Not in the FBS at least. Not a big change in landscape from last season or from last week. Excuse me. Wasn't a big shakeup in the top 10. But we'll talk next week. Can Georgia stay undefeated and put Alabama to sleep and end their season? Battle unbeatens. Notre Dame down here at Clemson just a little over an hour down the road. Can Notre Dame relish off the injuries, thin them off, and say, who cares about the injuries? We can go undefeated. Can they defeat Clemson on the road? And can Clemson make a statement for the ACC and say, hey, we're the best— we have one of the best conferences in football. Look at us. Look at Florida State. Look at Georgia Tech. Look at Duke. It'll be interesting to see if Clemson can do that. And can IU stay unbeaten, knock off Ohio State at home, kind of put Ohio State, you know, put their backs up against the wall. And I think if IU can knock them off, they will jump into the playoff consideration. Because if they can knock off Ohio State, I think they can play with anybody. They have one of the best offenses in the nation. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. We'll talk a lot of college football next week along with baseball, which we'll touch on here in a minute briefly. Let's talk Garden Rub football here for a minute or two. They're off this week. Horrible loss last week against Wofford. Shut out. 16 to nothing. It's just, it's not looking good for the running Bulldogs. But, you know, Coach Carol McCray, very optimistic, as as we said, as as we always say. He always is very optimistic. Tuesday at his press in, as, as, um, lunch in, very optimistic. He is optimistic that if all 11 offensive players can change their mindset, get on the same page, and stick to their assignments, if we get into better situations on first and second down, and put us in third and short, or not even getting a third down, Gardner-Webb has a chance. And unfortunately, they're one of the worst teams in the country on third down. Gardner-Webb's got to look to score points. 
it doesn't get any easier after this uh, open week, open date on Saturday. They will host Liberty Homecoming next Saturday. Make sure you're out there for that. But then there's some games after that that are winnable. Very winnable games, conference games, and one last non-conference game against East Tennessee State, which will be here in Boiling Springs. So let's don't give up on Gardner football yet. They can still salvage a couple wins from this season. And considering the injuries, considering their offensive line, they can make something of this season. Let's briefly touch on baseball. Four weeks left in the season. Pretty much all the playoff scenarios are sewn up. It's the Mets out of the NL East, the Dodgers out of the NL West. Those two seeds can flip-flop according to who will have home field advantage against each other in the divisional round. You got the Cardinals winning the NL Central last night. You're going to have Chicago playing at Pittsburgh in the wildcard game. The AL is where we get a little messy. AL East champs, that's going to be the Toronto Blue Jays won it yesterday afternoon against Baltimore. The Yankees will be the number one wild card, and that, that's the, here's the tricky part. They're going to wait and see who they have to play. It's going to be in New York, but I think they have a, a less advantage more than Pittsburgh does because Pittsburgh's known they're going to play for the Cubs. They've known that for over a month now. The Yankees could have to wait till the final day of the season. Minnesota is the lone team hoping to get in that wild card. The other three teams are all from the AL West, all trying to win the AL West and fend off the wild card. The Rangers currently lead the AL West. They're playing a crucial series with the Angels to end it. They start that series tonight. And then the Astros and the Angels chasing the Rangers in the AL West and for the wild card. It's going to be fun. We'll talk a lot more baseball next week. We'll look at my predictions from the beginning of the season compared to how it turned out. Going into the playoff, remember when we talk next week, both wildcard games will have already been played. We'll be set to go for the divisional race. Let's get to it next week with baseball, more NFL. We'll preview Gardner-Webb and Liberty and see what it's going to take for Gardner-Webb to knock off Liberty. Until next time, I'm Jerry McMurray. Thanks for listening.